This is The Big Show with Gordon Monson and Jake Scott, presented by Big O Tires. Stop by your locally owned Big O Tires for no credit needed financing and the best prices on tires. Big O Tires, the team you trust. This is 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. It's The Big Show, Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone, live from The Warehouse, 1825 South, 300 West. Prices so low to blow your mind. Come in here and see us. We have jazz gear for you as well. If you want to pick that up, say hello. We're going to talk to Will Snowden momentarily here, Gordon. We'll get Will's thoughts on uh, what's going on at uh, BYU camp, but we can get Will's thoughts on a lot football-related. Yes, no doubt about that. And are really shifting in the football mode now. I mean, it's uh, that time of year. Yeah, I know. A hockey mode couldn't have ended soon enough. <laughs> You have something against hockey? No, no. It's just not a dominant topic on the show, that's all. And that's really interesting because I played a lot of hockey. Yeah, you and uh, Carl Puxley, what was his name? (laughs) Bill. Bill Puxley. I grew up playing hockey. It was one of the things we did for whatever reason. We used to play outdoor hockey out on the Twin Ponds and... And, you know, we'd, we'd just throw a couple sweatshirts down on the ice. That was the goal. And I had a lot of fun. And then, just, then once we, we, we grew in sophistication, then we were playing indoor hockey. It got to the point where we even wanted to play floor hockey in the off season. Now, hockey, there's a sport where you can really beat up on little kids. <laughs> no, hockey I played against uh, kids my own age. Did yeah. you? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you did. Hero. You know, I, I was pretty good at it too, but uh, you know, I know you went semi-pro. You told us. <laughs> you told us about I your love, career many times. I love the way you say that. You told us. You did. All right, let's get out to the Smart Rain special guest line. It's no mystery. Utah is in an extreme drought. That's why Smart Rain is the solution for any commercial property concerned about water consumption while managing irrigation smartly. Find out more at smartrain.net. Joining us now, not only is he a former BYU running back, but he also runs Alpha Recruits. He's our good friend, Will Snowden. What's up, Will? Oh, man, I'm doing great. How are you guys doing today? We're doing well. Will, did you play hockey when you were a kid? Because uh, with a name like Snowden... (laughs) You know, he grew, He did grow well, up in Colorado, Gordon, uh, maybe. Yeah, yeah. You know, I, I watched more hockey than I played. You know, <laughs> I, I played a little floor hockey. But, uh, but, uh, but, Gordon, I, I was going to say, you know, I, I believe you were an unbelievable hockey player and uh, yeah. just missed the NHL by – an inch, so so I'm not going to let these guys. I'm not going I'm, I'm to let you take this beating. Um, you know, I, I, I believe everything you say. Every I listen daily, and everything you say, I believe 150 percent. Particularly see, about your see, Well, it, well, there are, there are givers and there are takers in this world. There are positive people and negative people, and I like people like you. There we go. Pretty, you know, you know, you can't work with everyone who's positive. But so I, I wanted to give you a little bit of love as, as you took that brow beating right now about thank about you, your thank what you. you did. <laughs> thank you. I appreciate it. 
Uh, and Will's really smart too. I, you know? I'm I'm just going to step aside and let this love fest continue. You know, I know <laughs> yeah, because fun. you don't want to participate ever. <laughs> I had another person come up to me this morning, Will, and they said, "Why is Jake uh, so ornery with you all the time? Why why is he so mean?" I said, "I don't know. You'll have to ask him." You know? I am not. Well, mean. what are you doing like Monday through Friday from uh, two to seven in the afternoon? <laughs> Would you mind doing a show with me for a while? Yeah, I wish. Yeah, you know, I'm. I'm more of a guest guy, you know. I come in and, and give you a good ten minutes, but 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 I don't have the skill set to make it that many hours. So you're gonna have to stick with Jake and uh, keep on entertaining us all and getting the good information out. Don't put that. Don't put that into Will's mind because he could do it. I don't. Yeah, I know. Could. <laughs> like he could, he could do it. That's funny. Uh, all right, Will. Let's let's talk a little football. Um, let's, let's start off broadly. Give us kind of your overall impressions from BYU camp. What are you hearing about how it's going? Uh, it's going well. Um, um, a lot of excitement, uh, and uh, this is one of the more talented Brigham Young teams um, in the, the last several years. As far as you know, BYU. What, one of the biggest things that people don't realize is um, BYU is always going to be really good. That top third top 28 kids, top 24 kids. Um, it's going to be really, really highly competitive. But uh, one of the things we've struggled in, 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 in the history of Brigham Young football is do we have the depth to make it a long, to, to make it through the tough road, the, those long stretches, um, particularly the schedules they're playing now. And I think that Kalani is, is on to something. They've done a great job recruiting. Um, they've got a, you know, I, I feel like whenever you have a, a good quarterback room, you've got a shot. Um, they have a very good quarterback room. They've made major add-ons on the, at the receivers. Um, the O-line is going to be a BYU O-line. BYU, you know, a lot of guys that get concerned about the O-line, the questions there. That's not a question I have at all. Um, and defensively, this is a tough group. And uh, Coach Guilford has done an unbelievable job with uh, adding guys that can really, you know, who are day one contributors. Um, so uh, things look really good for the BYU Cougars this year. I expect them to be highly competitive. Well, I don't want you to choose between your children here, but really, which one of those quarterbacks do you like the best? Uh, well, uh, man, it, it's always tough. Uh, if, if if I was in A-Rod's shoes, um, the good news is he could flip a coin and be okay, right? He, he, I really do believe that. Um, but if I was if I was on the coaching staff, I'd probably be pulling for Jaron Hall. Um, I think he does have the experience, and I just think that he is too dynamic of an athlete. Um, the arm talent has always never been a question. Um, but as far as his the things you can do with him, um, I, I, he's very dangerous, and he puts a lot of pressure on defenses. So I expect Jaron Hall to be the starter day one, um, and kind of see how. And as long as he stays healthy i think you will remain the starter um and i think that we're in a good byu's in a good position where you got younger guys um particularly in the in the young gunslinger from arizona um that he's young and and he's still there's still things to learn he got a chance to watch closely last year uh how jack how zach handles his business another year um um developing i think will be really good for him and i think he'll be one of the greats obviously baylor it has the skill set as well um but you know you can only play one guy and and right now, I think that uh, I think Jaron Hall will come out on top of the starter day, uh, game one against Arizona. All right, for all those people out there who think I'm mean to Gordon and Henri and all that, I want them to listen closely here for a second because I want to set my partner up here for success. 
because <laughs> yesterday we had uh, Jake Hatch on, uh, who does a great job covering college football for us. And I thought Gordon asked a great Oh, question. Wow. It was Thank a wonderful you. question about Kalani's recruiting rankings, and I think Will would have a really interesting answer. So I'd like to set you up, Gordon, to ask our, our wonderful guest, Will, about uh, your question yesterday that you asked uh, Hatch. I thought it was interesting about uh, why the recruiting rankings haven't. Well, you go ahead. Well, I, you know, the thing when Kalani came in, Will, is you figure, okay, he's going to—he's a terrific recruiter. He's a wonderful people person. He can connect with people. But the the rankings, as far as recruiting uh, goes, haven't been all that highly thought of. I'll say it that way. And BYU's done a pretty decent job of developing their people once they get them in. But what's the deal with the recruiting? Well, so what's the deal with it? So, so first off, uh, I'm in the recruiting business. So, I, one of the biggest things I will tell you is, I know that you know we're we're in the entertainment business. I'm not in the entertainment business, but 24/7 writers have to have something to write about. You have something to rank and and talk about. And uh, the ranking system, there are some flaws in it uh, across the country, um, particularly on how high school players get ranked. Some high school players go completely unranked. Uh, a lot of high school players get ranked based on not a lot of eye experience on seeing the kid um, live. Um, besides just watching a little bit of film, not really knowing how big he is, how fast he is. There's so many things that come into ranking a kid. So also you'll see that if you just look at the star ratings nationwide, you'll see uh, I can put I can give you a kid same height, same speed, same everything from Utah and, and then line him up against someone from Florida or Texas, same exact numbers, and you'll be amazed that their ranking is higher. And it's like, wait, why is this ranking higher? Same numbers, same stats, same speed, same weight train, same everything. Um, so, so at the end of the day, I don't really take a, I don't, I don't get too into the the star rankings. That's part of our in- entertainment. It's nice to say we're getting a four or five star athlete. Um, as you guys know, once when I played college football, I didn't care how high a kid was ranked when he came in. It's all about what you're going to do when you get here. And what Kalani's able to do is he's able to use the two things that, uh, two things against getting kids who aren't highly highly touted. Um, high school guys, he's able to let them know, well, what what you did in high school does not matter any longer because these dudes that you're playing with, particularly at BYU, we've got guys on this team who are 25 years old, 26 years old. They could give a damn what you did in high school. Now you have to come here and prove who you are, and you have to go to work. And what he, what Kalani looks for is he wants to go out and get worker bees who are going to come in and work, buy into the BYU way, buy into the BYU commitment of work your tail off and go compete weekend and week out and love your and, and love your brothers, love that team. And that's how BYU is able to compete and compete at such a high level. Historically, BYU has gotten, you know, great players, but we've always been a development program where you have to get the right kid who wants to come into this program and compete and be part of something that's a little bit different than any school in the entire country. So the ranking system, I, I, there's there's issues with it. I, I complain about it daily because I'm always calling my the, the, guy, the writers and saying, hey, have you evaluated my kid's film? And I, well, I'm interested to see where you've evaluated them because I've evaluated them like this. And then I'll actually compare those same evaluations to get the kids nationwide 
and they'll be high, ranked higher, even though the numbers are the same. So um, I don't think Kalani looks too 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 much into that. Obviously, there are five stars and four stars out there that Bama's going to get consistently. Clemson's going to get consistently. Those programs are going to get, and they truly are five star talents. But uh, but every ninety percent of the ratings out there, I don't even completely agree with. That's why I'm always telling my son, I don't care if you're a four star or five star, because what ma- what matters is how you handle yourself when you get to college. Um, and that's what I preach to all the kids that I mentor and work with out here right now. Are you more likely to be a four or five star if a marquee school is interested in you? Exactly. Yes. Mm-hmm. It's amazing how, how quickly those things change. And, 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 I just, and this is one thing for parents do. Look at where a ranking starts for a sophomore or junior. I can tell you what their, what their final ranking is going to usually be. If you start about an 87, you're probably going to be a four star because that's three points away from, from, uh, from you know the four star ranking, if you see a kid who's a ninety seven he's probably going to be a five star but you re- but those those numbers don't really drop early it's kind of a process, and that's what keeps us interesting to see and you know see kids tweet out thankful to, thankful for my third star or my fourth star or fifth star or whatever it is um so I think the entertainment game of college football has really really um went to a whole new level now with social media and so much ac- a- a- um so much access to these high school players um, but I just don't think Kalani gets overly caught up with that and that's a tough gig for him as a head coach because that could help him with getting other jobs um, but also I think that um, other ADs are smart enough to know like hey did we brought in some four and five star guys that you know were in the transfer portal quickly or never played for us um, so they've got to put trust in the coaches and their ability to develop but I will tell you a lot of the players that Kalani gets might not be highly ranked, but they really are. In any other world, they'd be a four-star, right? If they, I mean, so a lot of that, you have to look at the where the majority of his roster is from. Because if you compare it nationwide, you'll be like, damn, that's kind of weird that it's the same numbers. And I'm not telling you that football's not played high at a higher level at a different state. What I will tell you is if you, I challenge you guys to spend a lot of time watching where high school football is in Utah now because it's, it's very high level. Um, I, I would take a, a all Utah team to play against any 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 team any program in the country, and they would compete. And, and, and they do the state of Utah proud. He's our friend Will Snowden, former BYU running back, and uh, he runs out for recruits. And uh, you know, with your role in recruiting, Will, very curious to to hear your answer on a two part question. One, how has uh, NIL impacted recruiting already, and what do you think the long term effects are going to be? Well, you know, I'm, I'm still trying to figure it all out. Um, obviously, we've been doing a lot of research because our, our biggest thing is we want to help our athletes have the biggest uh, draw they can possibly have with the opportunities with NIL, right? Um, so we want to help people build better brands for themselves. Um, we want to help athletes be faster, bigger, stronger, and more more recruitable. Um, I, it's a very interesting deal. I mean, obviously, you saw what BYU did yesterday, and I just think that's just such a huge move with with uh, built and um, but as far as the future, I'm I'm kind of just sitting here saying, man, where how is this going to all play out? Um, I'm really interested to see if it's detrimental to the athletes. Um, you know, some you know some guys. You know, I always said I was never mature enough um, at uh, at 18 to get a lot of money. I just wasn't um, at 18 to, you know, I look at people like LeBron and these guys who went into the NBA and got a hundred million dollars at 18 years old and held it together. 
Um, people don't realize what that takes. And I'm not saying these kids are getting that type of money, but my big, my real question is making sure the kids stay focused and committed to their academics and most importantly, uh, academics most importantly, and then obviously secondly, continuing to play the game at a high level once you have these it's become basically professional sports because you're because you do have access to generate income now don't get me wrong i am a complete supporter of the nil but i'm interested to see how it all plays out two three four five years from now um i'm not the type of person who um you know i i'm a pretty i call myself I'm pre- I keep myself pretty, uh, I don't know, level as far as things. I would like to see things play out. You know, like presidents are presidents. I never get too down or too happy about any decision they're making because we won't know for four, five, six, seven, eight years of if that really is going to be beneficial or detrimental. Um, so right now I'm, I'm kind of just watching it, getting excited for the kids and trying to come up with better ideas um, and things that we can do to help our kids be more marketable and have an opportunity to to make some money while they're in college. Because when I was in college, I could have used some extra money. So, Will, you talked about the quarterbacks at BYU. The skill position players look like they're real. I mean, you talk, you also mentioned the receivers who came in. It seems like that's a good crew. The tight ends. Uh, it seems as though the offense is going to be able to score some points. What about that defense? You said that uh, uh, Guilford has done a good job with the with the defensive backs. We had D'Angelo Mandel on our show earlier this week. He's apparently been doing a good job in practice. Is BYU to the point now where they can play, put those guys on an island out there and be versatile with the defense and finally, finally will put some pressure on the quarterback? Well, I think so. I think we'll get after the quarterback. I, I will tell you, the two, the two transfers that they brought in, uh, Caleb, uh, I'm not remembering his last name for whatever reason, um, from Oregon State. So they've got an Oregon State transfer in who's played – you know, in the Pac-12 and, and played real minutes. Um, so you bring he brings experience to that room right away. And he's kind of a DB that could play several positions. He could play free safety for you. He can also play corner. And he's a big 6'2 man cover guy. Um, then they brought in probably the best man cover guy that the state of Utah has seen in, in, in probably 10-plus years um, in Jacob Robinson, who transferred from Utah State. And that dude sticks to guys like glue. He's a big-time player. He's a day-one contributor. Um, so, so right now you're looking at a BYU secondary just in the corner room. They're six deep with guys who can play, really can play. So I do think that's going to help BYU be a little bit more aggressive, go get after the quarterback. Now, once again, I do trust the concepts of, of dropping eight sometimes. One of the biggest things that people forget is in football, particularly um, not at the professional level, it's hard to maintain drives. It just is. So one thing that us as fans and, and, and us in the media, we get frustrated because I want to see the quarterback get knocked down, and I don't want to see him standing back there picking guys apart. But, the, but the, to, be really realistic, to be really honest, most college coach quarterbacks are not going to take the time. It's hard to actually maintain 10, 12, 13, 14 play drives that end in scores at the college level. So I understand BYU saying, hey, we're gonna protect we're gonna protect our back end because we haven't been as strong and actually see if they can put together drives that last eight, ten, twelve, thirteen, fourteen plays. 
that's hard to do. And as you guys watch this season, tell me how many times you watch long drives that are uh, that are capped off by touchdowns or even field goals at the college level. It does not happen as much as most people think. So that's why BYU has done that. But this year, I think they're going to be able to do their do what they're comfortable doing, dropping eight, but also bring a lot of pressure, line up, and let those corners play, and bring in the nickels to play, you know, in the box and cover. Um, the mismatches of with big tight ends or or a slot receiver. So I do expect them really to be an aggressive defense. Um, I think the backers are really really strong, um, and I think it's going to be one of the better back ends as far as the secondary that we've had in years. Will you are the best? Thank you as always for jumping on the show. We always look forward to it. Hey, I appreciate you guys. Hey, I'll be on again, I'm sure. And Jake, take it easy on Gordon, please. I mean, <laughs> just, just, you know, just take it easy on the guy. He, he, he doesn't deserve all the beating. I'll do my best just for you, Will. Just for you. <laughs> all right, guys. Hey, you have a good one. Thanks, you too. Will. Uh, that is our friend Will Snowden, former BYU running back, but also he runs Alpha Recruits and a uh, big part of our Cougar coverage here on the Zone oh, Sports yeah. Network. And uh, we love Will. He's great. He's really good. Yeah. I always enjoy listening to him and his insight. Well, he he's inside of the situation. I mean, his involvement with recruits and young people, I mean, he really not only has his finger on the pole, like he's involved. So he's nice to come on and, and kind of lay things out the way. And I, I appreciated his answer on the NIL thing where he essentially said, like, he doesn't know. We're just figuring this thing yeah. out as it, as it goes, which is somewhat similar to what Mark Harlan said, remember, uh, when he joined us earlier in the week where he said, you know, it came down fast. And with no law in this state to kind of guide how this thing goes, they have a very loose set of guidelines from the NCAA, and then they're just figuring it out from there. Man, we've had a lot of good guests on this week. Has been a good Who week. Who does yeah. that stuff for us? Uh, our guy, Austin? <laughs> Well, he did come back from his staycation with a vengeance, right? He did. He I mean, he guns was, blazing. Yeah, he did. Yeah, nice work. Lots to do at the warehouse, 1825 South, 300 West, Mornex, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone.